This week, we're going to talk about the anatomy of the heart, but with something as central as the heart and as something as important and somewhat complex, where on earth do we start with the heart? Well, okay, I've got five minutes. We'll do a little bit of function, general structure and flow, see how much we fit in without rushing, and we will revisit the more complex areas in more detail in the future, because we can. Okay, let's start the timer. Oop, five minutes on the clock. Uh, <laughs> the heart. Oh, there's so much to say. So the heart's really important because it pumps blood around the body. Blood's really important to us because it carries gases and nutrients and metabolites that the cells in the body need or need to get rid of. Um, the more or the, when we increase the rate of energy expenditure, we need to pump the blood around the body faster. So our heart rate increases or the stroke volume increases. Uh, so the heart can pump more blood. That's the job of the heart. Pumps blood around the body and needs to be able to respond to changing energy conditions and be efficient. It does this autonomically. So the heart... Uh, blood passes into, if we take the heart, we often split it into right and left sides. Um, the right side of the heart, if we think of this first, we have two big blood vessels, the superior vena cava coming from the, the upper limbs and the chest and the head and neck. And then we have the inferior vena cava coming from the abdomen, pelvis, lower limbs. Those two carry blood that has been traveling around the body into the right atrium. The right atrium collects this blood. It's fairly low pressure in there. Uh, and passes the blood through a valve, the tricuspid valve, or the right atrioventricular valve. Um, and these valves allow a one-way direction of blood flow. They are tied down by your heart strings, the cordae tendini, which are attached to the papillary muscles, to stop the valves from flapping the wrong way. So the blood passes from the right atrium, through the tricuspid valve, and into the right ventricle. Um, and then from the right ventricle, the, the, that blood is passed out through the pulmonary trunk and the pulmonary arteries into the lungs. That side of the heart has less work to do because it only pushes blood into the lungs. Not too difficult a job. Um, when the blood passes from the right ventricle through the pulmonary trunk, it passes through the pulmonary valve. Those valves and the valves in the other side of the heart are what gives us the heart sounds of lub-dub, lub-dub, lub-dub as our heart beats. So the blood in the lungs returns back to the heart, to the left atrium through the pulmonary veins. The blood passes through the bicuspid valve or the left atrioventricular valve into the left ventricle. Now it's the left ventricle that has the real big job to do and the wall of the muscle here is much thicker and the left ventricle pushes blood out through the aortic valve and into the aorta, a massive blood vessel that then sends blood off around the body. So that's the flow of blood within the heart. Um, the heart itself is made up of a number of layers. So we have endocardium, um, a thin lining on the inside of the heart. And then we have the thick myocardium, the muscle layer. This is made up of cardiac muscle. It's striated muscle, which is similar to skeletal muscle, but it's quite different to the smooth muscle, the other autonomic muscle. All these muscle cells are interconnected so that they can contract together in a concerted fashion. Um, uh, the myocardium, outside the myocardium, we then have the epicardium. Those are the three layers. We'll come back to those layer later. Now, the myocardium is special. This muscle layer will never, ever stop contracting until you die. Um, 
So it receives blood, um, it gets some of its oxygen and nutrients and what have you from the blood flowing through the heart, but it needs extra arteries. And these are the coronary arteries that branch from the aorta. So they're the first branches of the aorta. And we have left and right coronary arteries that encircle the heart, send off branches to supply blood to that myocardium to help keep that cardiac muscle full of energy and oxygen and keep it beating, which means that if those coronary arteries or those branches get occluded, then the heart muscle will rapidly become ischemic. This is a heart attack, right? This is um, a bad thing. Uh, cardiac veins collect the blood that's been in those capillary beds and returns them back into the heart. Um, now, where does the heart lie? The heart lies, it's actually pretty central. It's deep to the sternum and projects a little bit to the left. It's the left ventricle that projects to the left and forms the apex of the heart. The left atrium is actually posterior, and that's the base of the heart. Um, the, the, the bit, the anterior part of the heart, the bit like closest to the sternum is actually the right ventricle. So a blow to the chest, maybe in a, in a road traffic collision is most likely to damage the right ventricle so it's pretty central but because it pushes left it takes up a little bit of space on the left side of the chest so the lungs are a little bit smaller i'd love to talk about the conducting system of the heart and how it beats but as that's my five minutes we'll save that for another day but that's it that's the anatomy of the heart in five minutes <laughs>